Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm going to swap the carbon tax to lower the cost of gas, heat, groceries, and everything else. So far, the carbon tax has not worked. Everything we've Trudeau told us about his tax has been false. with us last weekend uh, on the program, the Conservative Party leader of Canada on the carbon tax. We're going to talk carbon tax uh, a little bit here, along with what's going to be happening with the price of gasoline and diesel with our good friend, Dan McTagg, the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Increasingly unaffordable energy is perhaps how we should phrase that. It's too bad. Eh? It's so unnecessary, isn't it, Dan? Avoidably unaffordable. Um, and, and yes, uh, it could be completely uh, removed in terms of high prices were not for uh, the policies of the uh, Trudeau NDP government. Yeah, that's what it is, actually. Um, just before we talk about, and I, I'm going to read to our listeners, share with our listeners the email that I received from our Manitoba listener, and you have a copy of that, although I was obtaining his name and information confidentially. Um, I just talking to Eric Cam, professor at um, at uh, Toronto Metropolitan University, and I mentioned to him that when you were on the air with us a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned that you're expecting the price of gasoline by May and June, or May or June, to reach again two dollars per liter, and diesel two sixty. You still with that? I am very much so, and uh, I think uh, we're starting to see other people slowly but surely creep into the idea that. Uh, it's not just a casual, you know, throw at any given number. Look, I predicted last summer would be $2 a litre back in 2021. You and I talked about that. In fact, I said yes, we did. well before. So, look, uh, we are uh, quickly approaching uh, a point where I think uh, the world is deciding and Canadians are going to have to make up their minds as to whether or not they want to continue to prevent a nation blessed with an abundance of energy from getting those energy products to market and uh, as a result hurting itself, not just with a weaker Canadian dollar. That's uh, adding 30% to the cost of everything. That's the weakening of the purchase power. But also tolerating taxes, which have absolutely nothing to do with curbing any type of emissions, but in fact are a slush fund for the federal government to spend uh, on its uh, green grifting friends. So let me read the email that I received from Tom in Manitoba. Good morning, Roy. I just received my carbon tax rebate check and also read my latest natural gas heating bill. The heating charge for December was $526, the carbon tax component was $96, and my three-month rebate check came to $104, and there is still the hidden portion of the tax in my gasoline, grocery store, drugstore, clothing store, etc., etc., purchases. In my humble opinion, as a senior citizen on a rather limited income, the carbon tax is just as insidious to the economy as plastic pollution is to the environment and probably just as damaging. What do your experts think of the foregoing statement and my further opinion that the present inflation problem is caused at least 
by the carbon tax, 40% by the federal reckless spending, and 20% by supply chain issues. That's from Tom in Manitoba. His view, his experience, his question. How do you answer, Dan? Well, he's right on. Um, And I will delve into the area that I'm somewhat familiar with. In fact, I'm quite familiar with, and that's the effect of artificially high energy prices, uh, which wouldn't be the case internationally or in Canada if a nation with a third or largest reserves actually provided the opportunity to the rest of the world to get natural gas and oil to the rest of the world. It's a political decision not to do it. It is an economic impact on all of us because we are not. And to make matters more important for Tom and, and for others, this is a government that is going to triple that tax. That $96 will eventually become $300. The carbon rebate, uh, what I call, of course, the bait and switch or the you know the shell game, will not cover all the aforementioned other associated increases in costs. It is going to drive uh, the cost of living to unprecedented levels. And here's what gets me in all of this, Roy. You have a Bank of Canada that says we don't want inflation above 2%, but is willing to tolerate a carbon tax of 17 cents a litre come April 1st uh, for most provinces, which on $1.50 for a litre of gasoline, according to my math, is more than 12 to 15%. And that will soon be 30 to 40%. Uh, anybody who has to look at the inflation rate, the reason inflation went down last month, we saw the headlines this week, was because of, drum roll please, gasoline prices dropping. So anybody who thinks there's no connection between energy, the cost of energy, and what happens when uh, you have politicians in Ottawa driving up the price artificially, arbitrarily, and damaging uh, the purchase power of everyone, the effects are extraordinarily damaging to people like Tom, and I, I guess a good number, I would say the majority of Canadians, and they need to make the connection between carbon taxes, carbon policies, green policies, and the destruction, I think, of uh, what is the Canadian dream, uh, the ability to make ends meet. Yeah, we're seeing what's going on in Europe. Europe has a tremendous energy deficit, and it's of their own creator. It's their, it's their own creation. And now they're trying to uh, resolve it, and they're issuing additional licenses for natural gas exploration, Germany's reopening coal mines. We've seen what's been going on there. But the argument continues to be made, Dan, and by our federal government and those who support the point of view that these carbon tax hikes are necessary to slow down climate change. You you say what? They're slowing down the Canadian economy. They're slowing down the Canadian dream. What they're not doing is dropping or eliminating carbon emissions. It's certainly not doing anything for China, for India, for Indonesia, uh, for South Korea, any of those countries. Uh, and, of course, now our, new, our, our latest friends, Japan and Germany, who are saying, listen, Canada, we'd love to buy some LNG, which now, of course, even the European Union has had to admit is, is, is far better in terms of carbon uh, emissions than anything else. And so this is uh, a little bizarre that people talk this way when they know, when they look around them, that the country is really sinking. And it is sinking because it doesn't have the financial mean means to pay for the kind of things that these guys are talking about. Look, if you want to give millions and billions of dollars away to automotive companies to buy EVs, to buy electric vehicles, to build electric vehicles, to, uh, you know, to, uh, as it were, you know, fund uh, charging stations, uh, give consumers who otherwise wouldn't buy them, you know, a few thousand bucks based on other people's incomes, that's fine. But when it comes down to it, practically speaking, for a country as, as cold and as energy-intensive as ours, 
we should be celebrating our hydrocarbons. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Not uh, depleting it and depleting the uh, the livelihood. The world clearly needs it. That's why the Chancellor of Germany and the Prime Minister of Japan came to this country individually over the last six months. And what what happens? They get a pat on the butt and they're sent home with a, well, you know, we'll do what we can, but we have to take care of the uh, the issues with climate yep. and decarbonization. That's what the Prime Minister of Japan took home with him. That's what Olaf Scholz, the Chancellor of Germany, took home with him. That's not why they came. And Canadians are taking home higher food prices. There is yeah. a So let me ask you this. When we look at Tom's email, I just received my carbon tax rebate check and also read my latest natural gas heating bill. The heating charge for December was $526. Let that sink in. $526. The carbon tax component was $96, and my three-month rebate check came to $104. And there's still the hidden portion of the tax on my gasoline, grocery store, drugstore, clothing store, etc., etc., purchases. Put that together for us. What are you hearing when I read that? <laughs> You're hearing there is that everyone understands that the, the carbon rebate is not going to cover the actual uh, cost rise that it is causing. No matter what they say. No matter what they say, it is an absolute fundamental lie. Forget what the, prime, uh, the PBO has said, the Parliamentary Budget Officer. Uh, this is going to increasingly add to the burden of Canadians. And make no mistake, the Bank of Canada is only too happy to see that carbon tax create the kind of uh, you know, inflation that is going to lead them to drive up interest rates even higher. And there is a connection, perhaps not as Dan, much as the food. where's the tipping point for people who are struggling now? You know, I keep remembering reading, and I've read these articles on the air and in depth, not over the last couple of years, but maybe two or three years ago I did. I did a lot of research on what was going on in the UK. They had a tremendous issue with uh, the cost of energy. And it was becoming totally unaffordable for people who were on the lower end of the economic scale. So what you had, you had this, the, the reality of seniors in the UK riding buses all day so they could be someplace where it was warm. They couldn't afford to heat their homes, so they rode the buses all day. But well, maybe think, still do. Yeah, and they do. And it's worse this year than it was last year. Okay. Uh, now, make no mistake. I think the numbers that we're seeing, they're showing up. Uh, the pollsters are starting to demonstrate. Justin Trudeau's numbers are tanking. His party is in trouble. I have spoken to a number of older liberals, not necessarily MPs, who are saying very much the same thing. Uh, This uh, this policy uh, has come at the absolute wrong time. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 